Columbus, Ohio. Right in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch of snow, like all over the mic. Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. All right, welcome everybody to this week's episode of Land Grant Brewing Presents Beers with the Brewers podcast. I'm Adam, one of the co-founders here. This is the Thursday, December 30th episode, post-Christmas, pre-New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve Eve. New Year's Eve, baby. Not New Year's Steve. New Year's Steve. This this week on the podcast, we have uh, uh, Eric Hafner. What's up, sales team? Announcing himself with authority. I like that. <laughs> Getting after it. We've got Mr. Walter Keys. How's it going? And head brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy. Well, this week we are talking about the return of. It was probably my favorite winter beer we did last year, and that is called Lifty Southern Hemisphere IPA. We're saying it is jammy, mm-hmm. apricot. Mm-hmm. Marmalade, lime. Now we're we're calling out two different types of jam here in jam me and marmalade. Oh, Mr. Richards, uh, him, him and I would always go to Tommy's Diner. So if he's still listening to this podcast, he's a, he's a marmalade guy. He would he mm-hmm. would he would ha- have them like look in the back room for marmalade. Yeah, there is a difference. What is the technical difference between the two? Marmalade's like orange rind. I know right? Paddington Bear really likes marmalade. Mm-hmm. Prefers it. Yeah. Well, he's a Brit. So. Ah. I don't know what the well, difference is I myself. Think, I think he's an expat. Shout out to Pastu- anybody. Pastuzo, a beer we made several years ago, named after Paddington's uncle. Ah. Yeah, you have, an orange you, marmalade pale ale. You have jam and jelly yeah. preserves in marmalade. I don't know if that where that falls in. Is it a preserve, or is it a separate thing? Uh, no, see, preserves are a whole other deal. But I, I, I think Walt is right in that there's actual peel in marmalade. Yeah, and I can't. Say, I, well, I, I appreciate you giving me credit, but I can't say credit. That's not appealing. That. Yeah, yeah. I think that has to do with some of the sugar content that's added mm-hmm. in in how, uh, and there's something else in jelly that gives it that. More jam is more fruit. I don't know. That's what they got Wikipedia, so you well. all can look that up. And we're going to talk about this yeah. here uh, Southern Hemisphere IPA. Uh, Dan, take it away. Yeah, 7.4% ABV. This came in a little spicy this year. Uh, and 50 IBUs. That, that tends to happen uh, if you might see um, uh, some of our returning beers uh, a little uh, pumped up on ABV this year, and it's uh, due to our uh, rocking new mill. Uh, so sometimes we will rebrew a beer, and I uh, not get to adjusting the recipe from last year. So we'll have <laughs> the same amount of grain, but much more sugar to start with. Mm. So um, this is just, yeah, I think it was like maybe 0.5% higher ABV, so not a ton. Uh, so the Southern Hemisphere hops are uh, Waimea, Wakatu, uh, although I don't know. I've heard it's Wakatu, but yeah. And... Uh, Rakao, which I've Rakao. also heard is Rocco. Or as Chris would say if he was on here, Rakao! Yeah. I don't want to go with the Rocco because then I can't say Rakao. Um, uh, 95% uh, are two row silo malt and a little bit of white wheat for some little bready complexity and some 
head retention. But it's really nice when we have a description that really, really nails a beer down. And uh, this is all of those things. Um, and it's also nice that uh, to prove that you can have a beer that is juicy or jammy in this case that is actually clear. This turned out super, super bright this year. Um, but yeah, the, the, I think the real star of the show is Waimea. Uh, again, this was uh, kind of the idea for this was a riff on Pool Party. Um, we wanted to see what would happen if we um, really uh, bumped up the Pool Party hops to IPA level. Um, and that was mostly cool, but um, I some of those hops, this sort of... Uh, noble transplants still have a bit of an herbal bent to them so i wanted it to be more more conventional ipa so that waimea um really when you the the new crop here are awesome yeah you just stick your nose in the bag and it's just it is orange marmalade super super bright and uh the racao um is really really peachy uh, and i think that gives you the kind of there's really a sweet middle to this it's got a nice firm bitterness to it but it's it's got a nice sweet middle to it that i think uh reinforces that jaminess so dan what does uh southern hemisphere ipa mean for those who don't know like myself what does that like kind of encompass in its definition usually they're referring to uh new zealand and um Australian hops, uh, although I suppose you could throw uh, South Africa in there. They, they usually are sort of subdivided into their own thing. So, so this is what they would be drinking on the set of like Flight of the Concords or Lord of the Rings. I would like to think so. Yeah, makes <laughs> sense. I'd like to see some big old Hobbit feet sort of kicked up with one of this uh, one of these in their hands. But um, you know, normally we associate uh, Southern Hemisphere. There is an association with. Um, a white wine character, particularly the New Zealand hops like uh, Nelson, uh, to a lesser extent, uh, Galaxy, an Australian hop. But uh, in my opinion, you get more citrus generally from um, most of the New Zealand and, and Australian hops. There are some exceptions, but I wouldn't say there's anything overtly tropical about this, and these are all um, New Zealand hops. Yeah, that's and, and, and to Dan's point earlier, that was kind of the inspiration, too, for when we did Pool Party uh, to take some of these noble varieties that were planted in New Zealand and Australia, and you get a whole different flavor profile. You still get some of that earthiness that you get, but adds a, a lot more uh, floral and citrus. And so Pool Party kind of coming out in the summer and this coming out in the winter are, are, are kind of good pairs, but... This really shows uh, what you can really amp something up, different yeast, different uh, hopping levels, and, and, and change a completely different beer. Nice. I love it. It's great. It's very good. Mm-hmm. That, that extra half percent is giving me a little pause when we get to the question, <laughs> but, I mean, I've almost finished this. Uh, this was, I, I had a lot of this beer last year. This is probably what was a staple in my fridge for january through mm-hmm. early march last year so once once we were talking about bringing this back out i was really excited about it it's um, something that i think if you're someone that likes stiff arm or sure this this is a I, while the alcohol is a little higher i feel like it's a lighter drinking easier drinking ipa uh, doesn't have maybe as much Complexity, I'm not really sure, but it, it, it really showcases these hops and, and 
and gives you a nice clean finish too. I love it. I was sampling it out with a couple of accounts today, and we were all shocked by the ABV because we were enjoying it so much, and it was going down so easy. So yeah, it's a, it's quite a wild uh, wild percentage, but it doesn't taste like it at all. It goes down very smooth, and it's awesome. I think the other nice thing about this is for as dry as it is, because uh, it really attenuated down. Uh, again, we used our what is becoming our uh, house uh, Hornendahl file strain. Um, we used uh, YMAF for bittering, and it's super, super clean bittering. It's firm, but then it goes away, which I think is what we're always striving for, is that sort of cleansing bitterness that doesn't hang around for too long. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, I, uh, I got one question. I kind of alluded to it, but... Oh, yeah? What's that? How crushable is it? How crushable is it? We'll start, we'll start with Eric. Uh, so I'm looking at our sheet here. So I can only go as high as six? Yeah. 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 You got, okay. You got All here. Right. All right. For those of you, this is a New Year's resolution for you to start listening to podcasts from your <laughs> favorite local brewery. Uh, I guess we don't really talk about how the crushability scale is, but the crushability scale, essentially, you got a six-pack of beer. You have arranged an Uber Lyft if you are... Uh, at someone's house or you're in your house. Maybe maybe we need to reinstate the quarantine edition given this uh, uh, Omicron that's ripping through. But uh, There should be an Uber service that can take you from the upstairs to the downstairs of you where you're living space. If you have one of those uh, uh, chairs that, uh, that you can sit in and, and get you up and down the stairs, uh, that might not be a, a bad idea. But, yeah, so how many in a... Yeah. Responsibly, could you finish of that six pack of, of, of uh, Lifty in a session? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go three and a half. We don't. We don't do halves. No, you no halves. halves. No. You don't do halves. So you round up, I'm round back. Up, no. You gotta to commit to the full beer. This, the, yeah, no. the sound a can makes when you open it. Yeah, I know that's that the sound of you buying the whole can. Hell, maybe. <laughs> 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 Easy, tough guy. Okay. That's the sound of you buying the whole can. That's, 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 you're that's buying from, into it. That's, all right, that's, that's, that's a Seinfeld reference. Oh. When, when Jerry starts uh, tallying all the stuff Kramer mooches off of him, and he uh, claims to have only bought a half a can of Diet Coke. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And no, so Jerry says the sound. That's, yeah. that's true. Oh, no, seeing oh, as okay. I'm going to be at home for the majority of this since we're in the winter season, you're colder outside, I'm going to be at home while I'm drinking most of my beers these days. Uh, I'm going to go four. Safe, four crusher. Safely a four crusher. Four crusher. Right. Well, man, four sounds about right. It's really tasty, and the, the dryness makes you want to keep drinking it. But, uh, yeah, seven and a half, I think four is probably as high as you really want to go. But it's it's really good. Yeah, I would easily go five on this if it weren't uh, so spicy on the ABV. But I think a four is just about right. I was, I was going to go six. And then, wow. I, and then well, I, I love this beer. And then, yeah. I, and then I saw seven and a half. And I think I'm still going to go five. It's it's the holidays. I mean, you got a New Year's Eve party, maybe. I don't know. I was going to say New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve at your house sounds really fun this year. Yeah, yeah. well, it's going to be it's going to be real exciting with the with the, my 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 better half uh, currently uh, in COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah, we do have our uh, our big big anniversary uh, the day after New Year's Day. So happy gonna, anniversary! It's going to be a real exciting one this year. I can tell. Also, also the anniversary of when Terrell Pryor and the Buckeyes beat the Oregon Ducks in the That's Rose right. Bowl, right? That's right. There That's right. Yeah, uh, that apparently year. never happened. Yeah. Oh no, that one did happen. That one did that happen. One happened. It, was, it was the sugar. It was the Sugar Bowl that did not happen. Oh, oh against Arkansas, but, but they beat Oregon. Uh, so this will be the twelfth anniversary. Of uh, of the Oregon Ducks losing to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, uh, that was our 
uh, technically our rehearsal dinner <laughs> that night with uh, some good barbecue place in Colorado. So, anywho, interesting if you're picking up this can or you're seeing that. Uh, a little different, a little mm-hmm. different than uh, than some stuff. Uh, if you are a very close follower of our of our stuff here at Land Grant, if you're listening to this podcast, I imagine you are. You can check out blog posts coming on uh, landgrantbrewing.com today that is going to cover this in, in more detail, but... Whoa. Well, technically tomorrow, the first. Well, I thought we were posting it to... Uh, no, we were on, posting uh, on the first. But if you go check out the website, you'll see that things look pretty different over there. Uh, uh, we're updating well. the, the blog post is coming out later. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll tell, tell, tell the, our, our listeners about what, what yeah. you're seeing here, Walt. So, First, I'll talk a little specifically about this brand since, since we're talking about that, but I'll just run through that real quick. So the idea behind this beer, Lifty, was, um, you know, you grab a Lifty beer when you're out skiing, a beer to enjoy on the lift or in the, in the uh, gondola, um, and uh, sort of a, a, a sip of, of warm southern hemisphere weather while you're uh, freezing your buns off up there on the lift. Um, this year, uh, we... Or if you were a lift operator, or if you're a lift another operator, term, as, yeah. as a... Yours truly worked at Boston Mills uh, mm. up in Cleveland in high, uh, high school as a as a lifty. Yeah, taking down six packs of IPAs. No, 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 no. I, was, I was under I was underage. Well, I uh, I only had I drank Surge. They had Surge at Boston Mills and Brandywine. Oh, worse. Man. It's great. Yeah. But the can looks a little different this year, um, featuring a trio of talented skiers on there, um, from left to right. We have Adams, is it Dachshund? Yeah, Miniature Dachshund. Mini- miniature Dachshund Walker in the middle there. That's Gus. That's Adams Basset Hound, who uh, he's appeared uh, on many a land-grant thing through the years and is a, was a staple around here for a while, but he still makes it down every now and yeah. then. And then uh, my dog, Debbie, on the right, she's a, a mutt of some kind or another. And they're just uh, out there shredding. The shredding? Yeah. They're shredding. They're, they're, I mean, they're definitely not... Pizza and French frying here. This is uh, some extreme skiing that yeah. these these uh, they're really getting out there. These dogs it's, are doing. It's they a, should be shredding while they're shredding on next year's edition. Yeah. <laughs> guitars. Gus is doing yeah. a sweet daffy. Yeah, uh, is what that trick is. That I sure think is. that's a back scratcher, maybe that uh, Walker doggy, uh, and then an Iron Cross from yeah, Deb. Yeah, Iron Cross from Deb. There. What's funny is like Johnny, Johnny Mosley yeah, style. We have the Olympics coming up, and like that was. Before Johnny Mosley, Big Air Johnny Mosley changed the game. Like they did that, they'd go through the bumps and then they do like a daffy. Yeah. And now they're doing flips and stuff like that. It's hilarious yeah. to think about the, the, really, the progression they really of that sport. The sport forward there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in a, in a bigger context, though, this label does look uh, different than our our previous labels. We went through a big sort of process here in the the second half of 2021 where we really looked at our. Our marketing uh, initiatives and our our communication and, and where we want the land grant brand to go, and kind of made the decision to take a look at all of our visual elements um, from the logo down and update everything to kind of uh, streamline it, refresh it, refine it, um, make it a little bit you know better and easier for uh, consumers to read and, and understand or see on the shelf. And so uh, yeah, you'll see a new logo on there, simplified logo. It looks pretty sharp in my opinion. Um, all new uh, typography. Uh, shout out to House Industries using their United Sands font. New typeface. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so everything has been refreshed. Um, like I said, from the can labels to the logos, 
um, to all of our internal stuff. The website's totally refreshed at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a brand new land grant in 2022. And that being said, though, if if I didn't tell you the logo was updated, you might not notice that it. it's not a terrible, terribly large departure. Yeah, we didn't. From the we, old didn't one. we didn't. We uh, didn't like our friends at the uh, Columbus Crew. Uh, go in a completely different direction it's funny i was and, and i say that because i w- uh, gave a preview about a month ago to to our friends at, at the crew and uh they asked if if we needed any pointers on rolling out a <laughs> rolling out a brand so they, maybe they, someone will want me to remove one of the triangles from yeah. one of the a's they've gotten beyond they, they had they actually uh, he, he actually made the joke of uh, seeing if we wanted to add a triangle uh, to our to our logo, <laughs> there is so. one missing. Yeah. we could borrow that one. I think you knocked this label out of the park. Well, it looks amazing, dude. It's very very cool looking. It's simple, but it's also very fun and very like playful. And I, I, I I'm a big fan of this can design. Yeah, thanks. And uh, I guess another another big part of the label change um, is kind of a shift from the sort of big paragraph of text to. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably you know of interest to you that going for more of an ingredient and uh, recipe and flavor-based sort of description section um, than we've had in the past. So hopefully, you know, folks can see where those flavors are coming from, um, whether it's hops or malts or or specialty ingredients or what have you, um, and see what's kind of, you know, what hops are, uh, what hops are sort of providing what flavors and aromas um yeah i love that i mean and dan touched on that earlier and if like you said if you're listening to the podcast you're going to pick up on that but just to be able to 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 get uh that extra bit of Mm -hmm. information about what what's what the hops are imparting on the beer and yeah uh i think it's really cool especially on things like lemon glow where you know i think it's, it's such a lemony beer and i think people think there's really lemon in there but to show that all that flavor is coming from hops and not from, you know, lemon juice or lemon zest or lemon extract or anything like that. Lemon so, marmalade. <laughs> marmalade. Just dump some. Do they make lemon just, marmalade? I'm sure they would, right? Or, or is, yeah, I guess because I mean, they have yeah, orange marmalade. Sure, yeah. I mean, um, it's a citrus. Yeah, citrus. Get, get our hands on some of that. Sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, so you'll see this stuff rolling out. Lifty was the first beer to come out with this new format. Um, like I said, we flipped over the website this week, and basically everything going forward is going to have this new look and feel to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll get some new merch in and stuff. So check it out and follow along. And, yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun project. Yeah, so while I've been outside uh, putting an ice rink in, Walt's been hammering away at yeah. updating everything uh, when it comes to our our uh our branding yeah and it turned out turned out fantastic so it's exciting to 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 see this kind of iteration this 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 growing up of the brand really tying a lot of things together so yeah excited to see what comes so cool all right any any other any other thoughts on lifty no it's good though i was just gonna say as someone who um it's the sound of me purchasing another beer drinks a fair amount of hoppy beer um uh, and who had just recently purchased uh, some some fanboy uh, hoppy beer uh, and was pontificating to one of the other brewers about uh, how I had to read through like several paragraphs of very laborious um, description <laughs> of said beer before I could figure out what uh, what hops were in it. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate this new format. Um, that's what I look for when I'm deciding what IPA I want to get. Yeah. That is not a Langer up beer. So um, it's really cool that it's just right there. Yeah. I figure if it's laborious for you to read through a beer description, it's probably laborious for 
someone that doesn't know or care about any of that stuff. Touche. All so, right. Well, we got we got some stuff going on. There's some stuff. Yeah, the tap room. What, what, what do you think is uh, happening here? Well, friend of the brewery, Joey H, is performing tonight in the tap room. That's Thursday night, the 30th, 6 to 8. Come check out Joey. Um, yeah, if you saw, if you were at the anniversary party, Joey mm-hmm. H uh, was the lead into uh, Mojo Flow. Yeah, he was great. Great and job. It'll be great tonight. Um, New Year's Eve uh, tomorrow, uh, December 31st, if we didn't know. Uh, we're hosting a low-key New Year's Eve. Uh, William Alexander is DJing from uh, 9 to 1. So we'll be open to 1 a.m. extended hours. Uh, Nevada Food Truck will be here. Ray Ray's uh, will have their normal hours until 10. Uh, Saturday, Rose Bowl, of course. Ohio State versus Utah, 5 o'clock. Uh, we'll be open for that. We'll have it on with audio. Come watch the game with us. We have that on outside, too. Just... I mean, I don't see why not, right? We will, and as uh, your standard uh, Beers of the Brewers weather update, it's supposed to rain all day on uh, Saturday, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, well, there you go. So, yeah, if it's nice, we'll have it yeah. on. We'll, we'll, we'll have it on raining, outside. We'll probably still have it on. There's a, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. There's a chance, that for those of you that do have uh, curling reservations, there's a chance that we might be able to get it in. We don't, we, the ice is not uh, solid out there, so uh, this weather has been terrible for that but it's going to be 20 degrees on monday so we'll have solid ice at that point but if you yeah. do have curling reservation we'll have the game on if we end up playing it out uh on the screen there in the uh in that area mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun watching those young buckeyes with yeah. some of the older guys uh, yeah. taking taking a seat yeah um as always ray ray is open thursday through sunday they're back to their normal hours after taking a few days off for christmas uh, Euchre coming back on the 3rd, so that's this upcoming Monday. Um, yeah, registration's open. you got to be vaccinated to play. And free Yellow Brick Pizza for all um, athletes competing in Euchre. Uh, Tuesdays, uh, let's see, Tuesdays, yeah, trivia. we have Pop Culture Trivia with Travis. Travia rolls on. Uh, that's 6 to 8 in the, in the tap room. Uh, tortilla Food Trucks is, sorry, Tortilla Food Truck. Street food. Oh, my gosh. I can't talk. Tortilla Street Food is here every Tuesday. Um, and then Two Fat Indians here every Wednesday. Um, and, then, yeah, I think that's about it. We've got a fun event coming up in January that we haven't announced yet. But if you came to our club trail event a few years ago, you might want to keep a lookout for that. Um, Next week, talking about yeah. a beer I'm excited about, the uh, – Return of the Space Grant series. Uh, one of my favorite brands. Our, Can't our black wait. IPA, and, and this year we are. Uh, it's always fun. It's it, how it has worked out that there's been something big that's happened in the in the space world right around the time that we are launching this beer. Uh, whether, the space world. In the space world, yes, in the space force, maybe. Um, that that we can give honor. Uh, you know, wasn't a. A great thing, but it was it was it was really neat to be able to honor uh, John Glenn. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our, our our first time we we partnered with Kosai when they were relaunching their planetarium. We were able to do one the one year that uh, that that honored um, Catherine Sullivan. Catherine Sullivan. Yeah, we had a real astronaut real involved astronaut with the involved. Space Grant beer. Yeah, for the, that was the, for the. 40th anniversary of the Hubble. Yeah. Um, she was on the original uh, 
a team of astronauts that and so work if, on you, the if you're a space nerd like like myself, uh, you you've probably been following along in in the telescope to uh, to take us into the ne- next uh, next generation, replacing the Hubble, really, mm-hmm. uh, the James Webb Telescope, and it, it, it launched uh, over over Christmas here. Um, it is currently in space. It's it's out uh, there. It has a, I think it's 200 points of failure. And it's okay. it's getting past a lot of them. It's it deployed a couple of its solar shields uh, this this past couple of days, and it's it's on its way to the. I think it's an L two point. I forget what the L is, and you can look this up. I, I, I wish I knew that, but essentially, it is going to be uh, uh, on the other side of the moon, closer to Mars, and it stays in this kind of this orbit, and so it's protected from. Uh, Light pollution that might come from the sun. It's it's a it's a really interesting Lagrange Lagrange. That's what it is. Lagrange points. There you go. And uh, um, it's going to be really, it's going to be really wild to, to start getting this. I think I think they said mid mid next year we'll start getting images back. It's going to look back uh, in time. So when we were coming mm-hmm. up with our space grant beer this year, that was that was the first thing that popped in my head to, to honor the the James Webb Telescope. Did so you say it's going to look back in time? Yeah, yeah, essentially. Infrared, like yeah, yeah. It's all relative. Like it, Avengers Endgame. Like game. looking back, looking in like the furthest observable did, did, galaxies. Did, didn't you? What, what was that? Uh, uh, contact, and, and you go the farther mm-hmm. you go, and the radio signal. So mm-hmm. essentially, because I mean, anytime you're looking at a star, technically you're looking at that star, however many light years away it is. So you're looking back in time. So blowing my mind right now. Some of those stars could have already supernova, but you wouldn't even know until you know many years yeah. after. So it is going to be able to, and and I think the first thing that they said, one of the big things it's going to look at first is that. Um, one of the iconic images from Hubble, and it's the deep, deep, uh, deep space image. And they concentrated Hubble for a while on just this area of blankness that they thought. And it's a, it's an amazing image, and you just see hundreds of thousands of galaxies uh, in this image. So this is going to get a clear, more uh, precise. So hopefully, uh, you're you're too young, Eric, and I was <laughs> very young when it came out. But Hubble had an issue where um, they th- there was something that they configured it in Imperial, and then the calculations were actually done in metric, so it threw off the uh, the mirrors when they were trying to line it. So they actually had to send a crew up to to make the adjustments in space, and uh, they can't do that because this is going to be very very far away, farther than any uh, humans ever been. I you got to save some of this for next so. week. Man. I, know. I was going to no. say, hold on to this. I know. Well, this is people, valuable people information here. I'm excited. You can tell I'm very excited about yeah. this. I I'm, was, uh, I'm a, you got me excited, I was man. A spa- sp- spa- space nerd. Growing I feel like up, I got to watch Interstellar before like, uh, the pod next yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like uh, Charlie Day in the Lego movie about <laughs> spaceships. <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah. But hey. Um, Hopefully y'all have a great New Year's. Pick up some, pick up some Lifty mm-hmm. for your New Year's party. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, the other thing I was gonna say, we uh, there might be a we have the Euchre League where there might be a curling league coming up. So yeah. stay tuned for that. So for uh, for some of the nights of the week where it's a little uh, little less. So, but um, anyway, what, you guys got any New Year's resolutions you're planning on? Listen to more episodes of Beers with the Brewers podcast. 
I don't think you listen to any of them, though, Walt. I that's what I, that's what I, that's I'm here. I hear them live. You, you've never, you, you don't even know any of the Easter eggs that Mark and I no. have been painstakingly Every now putting and then in I'd for go years. Check them out, but yeah. If I had to listen to how stupid I sound, I would never do this again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. My goal is to sound stupider and be on this podcast more at the there same time. Go. There we go. It is a selling point. Yeah. <laughs> What, so do you uh, have, what, do you have a uh, New Year's resolution? No. Right. No, I haven't even thought about that. I haven't even got that far. You got a couple days. I don't do that. If you're, like, wanting to guarantee that you're going to accomplish nothing, do it in a resolution. Because then, yeah, that's <laughs> then, just not yeah. going to happen. Gain more weight. Gain more there weight. Go. There, that's a good one. <laughs> Flip it. The old, the old, uh, uh, the the old reverse, reverse jinx. You can't lose. Jinx. <laughs> I like it. Well, hey. If you're, if you're coming down uh, to watch the Buckeyes uh, take on those Utah Utes or just looking to pick up a six-pack of Lifty, look forward to seeing you down here. And uh, make sure to tip your bartenders, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have a great, Always. safe, healthy, happy New Year. Cheers. Yep. See yeah, you in 2022. That, uh, I know that he listens to this. Justin still stinks. <laughs>